How are you building your personal brand and business profile right now? Are you hiding in a corner and hoping your minimal SEO efforts will help potential clients just stumble across your website? Or are you taking a more proactive approach and putting yourself out there to increase your visibility? Today, I'm chatting with success coach, Sarah Macris, who believes in the latter. We discuss the ways to increase your professional value and make others keen to seek you out and work with you. It all comes down to increasing those touch points. Without further ado, let's jump in. Welcome to the Marketing Me podcast. If you're eager to grow your health and wellness business via effective marketing methods while maintaining your own health and wellness, this podcast is for you. The show features a beautiful blend of guest and solo episodes covering marketing and business growth topics, as well as always, as well as ways sorry, to improve your physical, mental, and emotional self. I'm your host, Leanne Shelton, a health and wellness copywriter and content marketing trainer who's here to help perfect your message, then find the right channels to send it out into the online world with the ultimate goal of making it heard and seen by your ideal client. So feel free to book a free 15-minute chat with me after listening to today's episode. The details are in the show notes. And today, I'm joined by my guest, Sarah Macris. Welcome, Sarah. Thank you. Hi, Leanne. It's great to be here. Great to have you here. And I, I didn't even check. Is Macris the right pronunciation? That's it. Yep. Okay, good. Phew. Uh, <laughs> there's a moment going, oh, I didn't check if it's Macris or Macris. Okay. Yeah, I get a few different variants, but that is that is the right one, Macris. Perfect. I'm glad I got it. Uh, so just to introduce you uh, to everyone so they know who you are. So Sarah is a success coach with more than 20 years of corporate communications experience. She helps leaders to attract their dream roles by building successful personal brands. She's worked for some of Australia's most well-known brands and high-profile CEOs and directors, and now uses her knowledge of what creates successful leaders and memorable brands to successfully coach her local and international clients. That's very cool. I'm sure you've got a lot of experience over 20 years and probably a lot of changes in that time. Definitely, absolutely. So I think, we, um, yeah. Go on. I was just going to say, I, 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 when I think back, my first um job working, in, I actually started in a startup, an online startup in 1997. <laughs> Feels wow. like an eternity ago, but um, that was one of my first jobs. And I think it was in the like little shop front. There wasn't much online shopping going on then. <laughs> it makes yeah. me feel really, really awful. That would have been, what, what, what was it like then? Like what? Oh, crazy. I was working for a gift website and um, and it was opposite the Vic Market. And I had this little, um, they went on to achieve great things, this company, but I was their fourth employee and I was writing all the copy for their products, like so, and I was helping choose products for the site. And, um, yeah, it was just so different. You know, um, I remember the dad, the father of the, the, they were brothers and sisters who owned this business and they used to bring Vietnamese food for us all for lunch. And anyway, it was really nice, but it was so different. I mean, people wouldn't, would, wouldn't sort of, you had to really convince them to give you product for the site. And, um, 
um, even if you wanted to buy it and get a wholesale rate, you had to really sort of work hard on that. So it was just a very different time. It's come a long way. Yeah, it actually reminds me. Is it? Um, I think it's yeah, forty year old version. And there's the yes. there's a, we sell your stuff on eBay store or whatever, and they come in to buy things. She goes, no, I I just have this shop front, but yeah, it's only to be sold on eBay. <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, tell tell us a little bit more about your business journey. What's happened since then? Yeah. So uh, so I so my background's in PR, public relations. So I did PR, um, and I started working in corporate very quickly. I did a uh, about a year before uh, my first year in PR, I really did sort of consumer PR. I realised I really didn't enjoy that. I think once I'd sent out my 500th pizza box, frozen pizza box to a PR agency, where that was about it. And I was like, right, I'm going to the corporate comm side, which I loved. Um, That's sort of, you know, where I sort of enjoy that sort of profile building and reputation management. So, um, but but after a while, I sort of after I, before I had, when I had children, I took off some time. Uh, and I decided I would probably probably not go back to a corporate. And um, I started a fashion blog with one of my best, my best, best girlfriend. And um, that was fantastic. Loved that. It was a really successful blog. It did really, really well. Um, we went to lots of different things, like Good Fashion Week and all those sorts of stuff, which was really great. And then we just, we hadn't really monetized it. So sort of, you know, ended up stopping. And then I studied fashion design. And so I did all these different things. And then I um, really felt decided I wanted to go back to what my calling was, which was really, you know, um, communication side of things and started my business about about three years ago. So now I'm here. Fantastic. Uh, Yeah, but that sounds very varied. (laughs) (laughs) It really is. It is. But it was important to tick off a few, uh, few, um, you know, um, what do you call it, boxes of, you know, bucket list. And also I think that I, it, what what it was really important, I suppose, was just being able to kind of, I realised how much I love writing and communicating and, you know, it was just really, and really love the online world. So it was, it was actually, it does sound really varied and it was, but um, it also kind of brought me back to exactly where I was meant to be. So that was good. Love it. Love it. And how did you decide to start your business, like in this particular area of success coach? Um, because this was um, this was something that I used to do in corporate. So when I worked in corporate, I would I would advise um, the leaders on reputation and how to build their profile and how to get them out there and and make sure that they were aligned on message and you know. So it was very much what I had always done. But what I realised is I wanted to do it for I didn't want to do it in a corporate environment. I wanted to do it um, for more people, have a wider reach, and be able to just sort of demystify it a bit. Because when I worked in corporate, you know, the only people that really had these skills or um, access to people who could do the things that I did were these senior leaders. And so now um, everybody's expected to have these results, you know, had expected to have a profile and to be able to be found on Google and um, have an online footprint and all that. But not a lot of people have um, the resources or the know-how to do it. So for me, I was like, this is a real opportunity that I can um, that I can grab uh, because it's something I love to do and, um, yeah, I've got experience in it. So yeah, yeah, fantastic. It's, I mean, quite often that's how we start our businesses, right? It's like, so, oh, I have this passion for something and he's got to make sure you don't lose that passion when yeah. it turns into a well, business I think and everything else. I think that's what happened with the fashion blog. I was like, I loved fashion. And then when I had to write about it three times a day, I was like, you know what, after a year, mm, I'm not real. I don't think I love it that much. <laughs> so, But I do love the writing bit, yeah. Yeah, I get that part. Uh, so t- today's topic, yeah, it's all about increasing your professional value and and how to be in demand. So yeah, what are some tips you can then offer from your experience, like to health and wellness business owners, to make this happen? 
Yeah. Look, I think the most important thing is that you have to be clear on what, you know, your goal is. And when I say that, like, that's, you know, not only where do you want to be, but who you want to be in front of and and being really clear on what your value proposition is. And, uh, you know, I often talk to people about, you know, what's your story? What's your value proposition? Why should I come to you? How do I differentiate? You know, how do you differentiate yourself against everyone else who does what you do? And ultimately, and I know, um, you know, this is, I'm sure this is something that you would, you would have the same view around, you know, people buy from people. So it's so important to be um, someone, you know, someone that, that people can identify with and trust and get to know and like, and also that they know why, you know, when they think of your name, so they're not just thinking of oh, health and wellness, what specifically about that do they think of you? Is it someone who helps, you know, a certain type of client, a certain does a certain sort of type of thing? And, it, and it's across every profession, you know, when they think of your name, what do they think of? Because... Um, being clear on that and really having that sort of um, clarity helps other people recommend you as well. You know, the more people that know, the more clear you are, the more people know who know who you are, know what you do, the more influence you have, and the more people are likely to recommend you. So I think that's a really important one. And and, and one of the things I think that people get stuck on is that confidence, you know, putting themselves out there. But the be- like that really is such a critical part of increasing professional value because people sort of it's a, it's it's a cycle you know the more you're out there the more people believe that you can do what what you say you do and the more visible and the more consistent you are you keep showing up um and then people eventually you probably see it with your friends you know when you first start someone first starts a business and they're never your best like your bestest friends who start working with you you know they take a lot longer to be convinced um but then you keep showing up you keep talking about it. yeah my business and then all of a sudden they're like oh wow you really yeah this business of yours <laughs> so I think I've seen that quite often with different friends of mine you know and so it's the same with everyone you know you've got to keep showing up even when you don't feel like it and um, pushing yourself out of that boundary and um, you know one thing I'm, I'm not a fan of doing is videos but I know that I have I have to do them you know I sit there and go oh god videos I don't really want to do them today I'm not feeling it. but it's those days when you don't feel like it that you've just got to make yourself do it push yourself out there and try lots of new things yeah I'm a big fan of the videos too but I admit I, 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 I look I say they're great I but yeah I can't tell you the last time I actually did one because it just <laughs> the day just runs away and I'm like well I can't do it at 4 30 in the afternoon when I'm feeling like dead yeah I need to freshen up and then I just have to be in the mood and my voice yeah. is like I've been in so many meetings I'm sick of my own voice yeah. uh, so, um, so apart from videos what are some other ways that you recommend for visibility and, and improving that uh putting yourself out there yeah well so one of the things that I get people to do is um get really clear on their message uh, and and create their message bank so that they've always got it there ready for them to go. So when it, whether they're creating a, a post or they're creating a video, um, to have that there ready to, you know, so, so it's a prompt. Remember, these are the things that you talk about so that that makes it easier. So I'm a big, like, fan of blog posts. It, it, it depends. If you're a great, um, if you're good at writing and that's where you feel comfortable, then blog posts are great. If you prefer to do video, then do lots of video. But whatever you do, do it consistently and, and, and add value. Uh, one of the things that I love to do is webinars. I think webinars are fantastic because you get to really chat to the people that you um, that engage with you. And that's been great for me because I've found um, I've got to really get to know a lot of the people that were a part of my community that I hadn't sort of, you know, wouldn't have known otherwise. Um, I love going on podcasts. I think podcasts are fantastic. Um, and, yeah, and posting and those things. And, and also just connecting with people that are in your space, you know, having those conversations, I think, 
are um because especially as business owners we can get so caught up in our own worlds and you sort of forget to actually connect with other business business friends <laughs> Yes, the networking part. And even yes. if you're in lockdown, look, there's still yes. many virtual networking things happening. So it may not be the same, but get on, get into it. Yes. Um, there's a I did an episode last year on virtual networking for beginners. You know, check ah, it out. It's all yeah. about just making yourself visible uh, and and contributing in like Facebook groups and things as yes. well. Like just adding comments and adding some value there. And I want to, like, I also see the value in webinars. I also do them myself. Mm, uh, yeah. I want to just find out, do you have a recommended strategy yourself for how frequently you should do webinars and where you should mm. promote them and things like that? Yeah, sure. So I, um, it's really funny. So I did my first webinar last year, in, in sort of mid-year, and I had such a massive response to it. I had something like 650 people sign up and I was, like, freaking out, going, what have I done? What was the so topic? Then, What's the topic? Um, it something? was on um, it was on confidence, increase your confidence, and, um, you know, wow. accelerate your career, something like that. It's huge, right? And it was uh, I had people from all over the world, and I was just like, oh my god! Especially because it was my first. I really, was really, you know, yeah. How did you promote nervous. that? Was that just any Facebook <laughs> ads and things? Or was that uh, no? Um, I just used LinkedIn, and um, yeah, but LinkedIn's changed a bit since then, I must say. Um, but um, but it was great, and so I did that, and that. Because I was so scared of them. So this is another thing that I'm really passionate about is that when you're scared of something, you have to go all in on it. And um, so when I first, even though I was like, oh, my God, I'm, what? I'm going to commit to a webinar. This is crazy. I committed to five, right? I was like, right, that's it. I'm going to do five before the end of the year. So I did the first one, freaked out. It was fine. Then the second one, and it was still went okay. And then, you know, it went well. And then as they each one, as I did each one, obviously I changed different topics, I became really comfortable with them. And so now I'm really comfortable with them. So now I enjoy them. But I personally find webinars are good. I think that once every two or three months is good because I feel like if you go to, I, I was going really a lot and they're very exhausting, but also I just don't think there's that excitement if you're doing them all the time from your audience. They're sort of like, oh, yeah, I saw that one. I'll wait till the next one. Or, yeah, that was my read. Yeah, and I yeah I love doing webinars because, like you said, like it's a great way to connect with people, mm. and it's not look yeah social media posts and, and videos across social media is fantastic, but it's still one way and yeah podcasts yes. as well, right? Whereas a webinar, at least you and I also recommend the webinars where people can interact. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't like the the big ones where it's only the spokesperson and no one. I mean, people can put stuff in the chat, but it's not encouraged it's more for questions yeah I like the real ones that really engaging you can also see the faces as well and it's really it feels like yeah that sense of community and people Mm. get to know like trust you a lot better and it doesn't look you need to also be realistic it doesn't always convert to some if especially if it's a free one a paid client straight away but if people follow you for a while, they then come to more of your trainings and things and they eventually like, I'm ready. Could be six months down the track, a year down the track. It all started with that one touch point where they really got to yes. know you. So, or even um, I've had speaking opportunities come from them, you know, things that you that, that you might not necessarily expect, you know, and a few months down the track or, you know, so or even just um, you never know, you know, people can recommend you. It's it's just gets again gets you out there, gets you in, in front of people and, and also gives you something else to talk about um when you're out when you're out there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, hey, come along to my webinar. It's like you're giving, you know, you are giving something back as well, rather than just constantly 
Yeah, exactly. And if you're talking to a client and maybe the conversation's starting to go like, oh, I'm not really interested, you go, oh, that's fine. But hey, maybe you're interested in this free webinar and yes, a nice little yes. sweetener at the end, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And a good way to reconnect with old leads. And Yeah, fantastic. Mm. Um, and podcasts, yes. Well, only recently we had an episode uh, about yeah, how to pitch yourself to be a podcast mm-hmm. guest. So yep. uh, definitely, yeah, go back and listen to that episode. And mm. if you haven't already, and get yourself on more podcasts. It's just great yes. to get in front of more like audiences as well. And I think it's a really fun thing to do as well. I've done um, I've done quite a few in America, and some of those, you know, you, you it can be so hilarious. I met I did a podcast once with a guy uh, who was great. He um, he interviews wrestlers. <laughs> I'm not a wrestler. Oh no, so his best mate interviews wrestlers. So that's how he got into the game, and he's in business. And anyway, but you just get to meet these really interesting um, people that you know that you you end up being in contact with for quite a while afterwards as well, which is great. Yeah, and it's all great. It's a win-win. You know, they mm. with the backlinks and things. You know, they potentially or, or yes, whoever it is, everyone benefits in terms of you know coming from Google. The guests can come from Google. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I I just only recently it took me a while, but I now have on my website all my guest podcast appearances. So yes. people can go yep. if they really want to stalk uh, i mean follow they can you know <laughs> go through all the different episodes yes it could be on a very similar topic but in different yeah. ways different uh, yeah. so it's just great for then people getting a full picture of who you are as yes. well so um and do you have any other recommendations for building a personal brand uh and public profile yeah, definitely, definitely around. Um, I also think media is a really good one, but I think particularly focusing on niche media um, and guest guest posting in that in that space as well. But um, and and I think also just really like not just hitting everything, you know, do something really well and then move on to the next thing, um, because a lot of people I think spread themselves too thin. Um, and you know, obviously again, getting really clear on your message, because if you don't have that really clear and also your story, you know, I think so many people get stumped by tell me a little bit about yourself, you know, and they'll be like, oh, it's like, hang on. Uh, uh, mm," you know, and I find this a lot with, you know, um, if you've got, uh, you know, sometimes people sort of recite their resume or, you know, they'll just look at you like you're from another planet or so um so getting clear on that as well because people that's how people engage with you that they remember your story yeah well I've just been because I'm with the this the Sydney Hills Business Chamber and I'm an education partner this year so I've been running new member new member training and things yeah so I I was actually thrown the deep end this week I was um uh, Monday I found out oh on Wednesday can you run zoom one hour meeting workshop for these new members someone else can't do it it we usually do this in two hours face to face and suddenly it was like throw it on me yeah just a one hour online <laughs> cool. yeah cool I can do that um but one of the key things we talk about is the elevator pitch you don't yes. have to call it that intro whatever and yes. we actually went back through that formula and it's uh using things like that context have you ever felt like this and just kind of painting the picture yes. because quite often you go, I know what I do, and you just start kind of, blah, 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 uh, you know, spitting it all out. So yeah. And But you need to think about, uh, I mean, it's always great if the other person speaks first because then you get the context of how much they know about what you do. But yes. go in, kind of get them. Have you ever been, uh, you know, staring at a blank computer screen and, the words just aren't coming, but you really need to get some social media posts and blogs done. Well, that's where I can come in and help. And it's like, I okay, yeah. rather yeah. than I'm a copywriter. Oh, what does that yes. mean? It kind yes. of 
there's nothing. So yeah, um, yeah, it's a really work on that. I think there is, we do have an episode last year, which we talked about that a little bit, which I can mm. tag back in the show notes, but yeah, yeah just it's a, that's a out. really important one. Yeah. Because so many, and, and, and often, you know, you see people like you, you'll hear, you know, I've had, I've had people tell me, you know, before that they've sort of said their, what they think is their intro and, you know, people's eyes will gloss over and they'll be like, you know, and I always tell my clients, like, you really want people to say, oh, that sounds interesting. Tell me a little bit more about that. You know, that's the angle you want. <laughs> no, so that's the answer you want, you know. You really want that back. Um, so you don't want to give them so much. They're like, oh, God, I'm, I'm going to avoid that person for the rest of the night. <laughs> you don't want to be that yeah. person. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all, no. So. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. Um, And so, yeah, I mean, I want to ask you as well, what's, I am starting to ask all my guests this, and it's what's the best marketing method for your business? Mm, uh, definitely, uh, I would say LinkedIn, and um, uh, yeah, LinkedIn and networking, being part of groups, and yeah, yeah. And also, I mean, with the networking, I forgot to say as well before that if you have, I mean, most networking groups have guest speakers and things. So if you can put your hand up and you know be a presenter. Mm. That's obviously really great for your brand in front of that yes. networking group and also who else people see and speak. And, mm. and it's all then part of the whole strategy. They, they all right, they heard you speak and they start following you on social media. They hear you have a podcast or you've been on a yes. podcast. Uh, and then it's just all these touch points that just lead up to mm. eventually working. Well, what do they say? Um, they say seven, you need, they need, people need to see you seven times yeah. uh, before they'll, you know, believe that, they, that you're the right person. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, get onto it. Um, yeah. And uh, so I always ask my guests about uh, taking care of their health and wellness. And I know that you, we mentioned earlier, you're going through offline, that you're going through a mental toughness program called 75 Hard. Yeah. Um, so what does that involve and how is that going? <laughs> it's um, it's pretty hardcore. It's, um, it's, so it's 75 days. You must complete every day a two workouts for 45 minutes each one of them must be outside it doesn't matter if it's raining or storming or whatever and it has to be from less than sorry more uh, 45 minutes or more you cannot drink any alcohol you cannot have any cheat meals you have to follow a specific diet <laughs> so um like your diet you choose the diet um you have to read 10 pages of a non-fiction book which is fine and easy for me to do that one and you have to take a progress picture of yourself so i've gone through my birthday I've gone through two weeks of quarantining for um, I've moved house <laughs> um, and, yeah, I've had everything thrown at me and I'm on day 44, um, but I've got to say uh, it's been really great. And it's um, the reason I did it was because I had thrown everything into my business for the last few years and my health had really been put on the back burner and um, I just was just didn't have that energy or that um focus that I wanted you know I was really craving that sort of like I just yeah I was having too many coffees and you know all these sort of things to make myself um sort of perk up and be better but it was just at the end of the day I needed to get fitter lose weight put on you know um put on a health put, put healthy food into my body do all those things and um this has really helped and, and I like it because it's a mental toughness challenge and it does actually require you to go oh I have to put myself first because I have these things. And as a mum with children and a business, putting yourself first can be really, really hard. And um, I hadn't. So this has forced me to do it. And um, so far, so good. 
Wow. It sounds so intense. Like, I, it I, is. all right, I'm trying to, I need to get some exercise. Oh, we're walking in the morning to daycare, which I was saying offline. I won't yeah. have daycare the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, that's my exercise. Uh, <laughs> and if I get to do a bit of stretching at one point, awesome. That's my yoga. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So when are you squeezing the exercises, like early morning? Yeah, so I do um, 6 a.m. in the morning. I do normally do weights or cardio, and then in the afternoon I'll do a, a gym session. So, yeah, a, a gym session where I just, you know, do cardio basically, bike or. And then um, sometimes if I have time I'll go for another walk, just like a park walk with the kids. Um, otherwise that's it, two, two sessions. But, yeah, just squeezing it in can be challenging, but you just get really good at prioritising yourself. Awesome. And you mentioned the book part before. So Mm. what are you reading at the moment? And do you have any other recommendations? Yeah, I am reading at the moment. I love the good book. So I am reading um, Natasha Natasha something, Courtney Courtney, Bolt Media. It's the the owner of Bolt Media. I'm thinking of Natasha Courtney Smith. And her book is called Stand Out Online. And um, I think she's also written an amazing book about blogging, a million dollar blog, uh, which I love. So this is her second book. And um, I think she's fantastic. I love the way she writes. She's fantastic for business owners. Um, And I have to mention my other favourite book, which is Known by Mark Schaefer. I don't know if you know that one. Uh, So they're all sort of um, in the personal branding space. Oh, I'm putting them on my little notepad and yeah. I'm sure that's in the show notes. <laughs> I love knowing so much. I send it to um, my clients when they um, sign up with me often and I'm like, you, you have to read this book. <laughs> oh, so that is <laughs> all about a, a, a profile, uh, like building a brand yes. and profile. Yes, yeah. Yep. And okay. it's wonderful. But, yeah, definitely the other two are, are great as well. Awesome. I'll, I'll put them down. I'm actually reading a book right now called um, Not Nice um oh. uh, this what's that one about name. it's ultimately about it's for those who recognize they're uh, always tiptoeing around other people's feelings and, and being a people pleaser and often like you were saying before often putting others first yes. and um i mean it really all the examples that really rammed home going you know you think about uh, as you know as a child who did you want to please like your mum yes. or dad or whoever it was and then it kind of the habits you built just then mm. into all different aspects of your life so you're like uh, that person has money I must you know respect them and let them speak first and this little right. stories that yeah. you create and it's got journalism journaling and all this to kind of get over yourself and realize no I can stand up and I can I deserve to have a voice and not mm. worry like, people can worry about their own feelings you're not responsible for their yes. feelings and how they react to yes. situations so uh don't be I rude like but you know being assertive yeah. and not your own boundaries afraid. yeah yeah it's funny and I sometimes I come across people and, I, and they've got really clear boundaries and I think wow you know like it's quite impressive when you do see someone who can clearly articulate no nope, I'm not happy with that yeah, they're, but, they're not rude. It's like, wow. <laughs> that's it. And it was saying that, you know, you might think, oh, by agreeing with other people and not saying your true opinion makes mm. you more liked, but it just makes you more boring. So yeah. um, if you actually form opinions, then you're more likely to be respected and I want to yeah, talk to you more. Anyway, so it's really interesting. Mm. It was recommended to me. But, but. That's interesting that you say that because that's very true of even having a profile. Like if you want to build your brand, it's much quicker if you have a view. You know, yeah. and you have opinions because otherwise, yeah, you're vanilla. 
Yeah, exactly. Uh, and uh, yeah, so I mean, any other ways that you take care of your health and wellness? I mean, obviously, the challenge is a big part of it right now. Mm. Uh, let me think. I'm, I definitely read and I definitely like exercising. Um, I love I love traveling when I can. Clearly, that doesn't happen at the moment. Um, and I think just in general, I'm probably more of someone who just likes to, I like to work. I know it sounds crazy, <laughs> but I have to pull myself away from that to care. But I also feel like, I have these creative moments and I need to do something really creative. So, so I find, you know, I go back to the workspace, but yeah, I'd say that that's my, and my kids, I suppose they keep me pretty, pretty grounded. Yeah. Do that. <laughs> yeah but I do find, I do find my work to be something that I, that I, that I enjoy, you know? So yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, enjoyment is, I always said, I don't want to work a day in my life. I want to enjoy yeah. what I do. Yeah. So as long as doing that, that's, that's a great sign. Mm. Um, and how can people connect with you? Yeah, sure. Um, so LinkedIn at Sarah Macris. Um, I'm also on Instagram, Sarah Macris Australia. And um, I have a website, sarahmacris.com.au. Um, so that's the best way. Fantastic. I'd Thanks love so to much. hear from anyone. Yeah. Yes, yes. Feel free to reach out Next. to Sarah. Um, yeah, really appreciate it today. <laughs> yes. Yep. Um, it's been, yeah, really great chat. Enjoyed yeah, it so you much. Too. Um, and much, yeah, and I'll check out those books. Um, and thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, dear for tuning in. You can find show notes for the episode at marketingandme.com today. You, if you enjoyed listening, please subscribe and leave me a rating and review via iTunes and grab a screenshot of this episode and share it across your socials. If you're interested in connecting with me, feel free to reach out via LinkedIn to search for Leanne Shelton and let me know you're a fan of this show. You can also find me on Instagram under Leanne Shelton 247 or book in a free 15 minute chat because I'd absolutely love to chat about how I can help you grow a thriving health and wellness business. Until next time, I wish you good health and good wealth.